0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish speaking countries, I'm using. Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language, and that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built in feature called True Accent where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. You are probably wondering, what in the fuck is Brian doing talking to me on a Monday morning? Well, surprise, surprise, you now get three The Commercial Break podcast episodes each week monday wednesday and friday as chrissy and i dedicate more time to the show and the listenership grows we wanted to put more content out to the world we felt an extra episode was the best way to do that so argue amongst yourselves if you hate us this is terrible news and if you love us this just means we're occupying more space in your head either way congratulations to all of you and best to you now, like any fantastic gift that you get, there's always a downside. And the downside is the bit, the little thing that we produce that we put at the front of every show. It takes a lot of time, energy, and effort to put those together. And so Chrissy and I have decided to do one of those a week in lieu of an extra hour of Chrissy and I in the studio. So there you go. Stop your bitching. You'll get what you get and you'll like it. And here's the very first Monday episode of The Commercial Break. Enjoy. Enjoy.
0: This episode of the commercial break.
1: We like to get together and blow cocaine Who does a show out, trippers, about that. Who
2: does a show about that, anyways? Dr. Phil. Like, Dr. Phil
1: <laughs> please, Dr. Phil, listen,
2: don't get us on that. Don't get
1: us on that. We shouldn't talk about Dr. Phil. He's on our network, so just leave it alone. Okay. But Dr. Phil. Uh, is hardly the bellwether of cool. Exactly right. I'm right. sure that there yeah. are many 50 year old <laughs> soccer moms who are into him and fine. Cool, whatever is he, whatever you're into. Mari Povich is still on too, mm-hmm. but Nikki Six. Doctor Phil had him in his cell phone. He had Nikki Six in his cell phone. <laughs> Tell me it was fucking boring. Now you have Doctor Phil on speed dial, dude. <laughs> India R.E. got a hold of a video. That video, they basically someone put a compilation together of about I don't know fifty times Joe Rogan used the yeah. N word, and yeah. he used it, and it and a number of other things. I'm not going to get into it. We, it's not here for the show. But yeah, that's uh, that's
2: I not have, right.
1: I have known since I was five years old. Yeah,
2: don't say it.
1: Don't say that fucking no. word. don't ever say that word. No. It's not mine to use. It's never was pleasant. Zero, none.
0: Well, you know, I played two or three cuts off the paper floyd cd in the past three months you know how i did it i sneaked the cd in here and i played it without authority and without permission why because i knew you wanted to hear it the cd has sold four million copies we played nothing off
1: it that's a good business okay so he sneaked yeah he sneaked he also <laughs> sneaked sneaked a new word in the english language
0: <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now
1: The music makes you feel good. Doesn't it does. It? It's like the music just soothes the soul. But what you can't see, what you won't ever see, even if you go to YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break and subscribe, is that Chrissy and I are dancing always at the beginning of yes. the show. Because I think we just like shaking out all of the stress and all of the day. <laughs> exactly. So that when we turn on the microphone, I can say best to you, Chrissy. Best
2: to you, Brian. Best to you out there in
1: the podcast universe and and mean it. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Without wanting to tell you to go we fuck play, yourself. We play
2: our instruments. Yes. Our air instruments. That's
1: right. We That's play fun. our air instruments. I re- re- review the show notes <laughs> and we twiddle along. What a great song! It I is. should give this guy credit for the music. I mean, I I always, it's um the flamingos. Is okay. the name of the? I think it might the just band? be the band that plays this song. Okay, but I actually think it's just one guy who's making the song, nice. but he calls himself the Flamingos. <laughs> He's and, talented. Yeah. Uh, it's called Dresden something. F- the Flamingos Dresden something is the name of the song.
2: <laughs> I, I love it. It. Yeah. it never gets old. We've been doing it now for a while. Uh, one hundred
1: and fifty shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to you, my friend. And. Uh, I don't feel like it's getting old. No. Like, I like it. I want to keep it. Same and with the ending so, song. I think it would be a big deal if we changed the song at this I think point. I, I think too. it would be a big yeah, deal. let's keep it. Yeah, changing the ending song. We can go with that. But I'm still into the, the song at the end. The outro, as we call it. So Yeah. uh so I wanted to share something with you. Let's take a look here on the old uh, TCB screen. It's <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder and Nikki Sixx.
2: Oh, are they in a feud?
1: You know, there's no secret if you know me that I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. Have yes, been for a long time. A kid of the '90s and uh, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. You know, I name love it. all those yeah, too. It was all I was reading. So here in Atlanta, there was a one of the first stations to ever play grunge music. On rotation uh-huh. was a station here in Atlanta called 99X.
2: X. Yeah,
1: with the I it. station. Um, what do what they call the programmer? The station programmer mm-hmm. being a lady named Leslie Fram, oh, who is cool. like in radio is like will go down in history as one of the best radio programmers ever. Nice, right? Leslie Fram, girl uh, boss, girl boss indeed. And when they were playing like pop music on a station called Power 99, yeah, Power 99. Th- they hired Leslie and some other people, and they said these guys got together. These this group of people, four or five of them, got together and said, "There's this new music. Why are we playing this crappy, kind of outdated, mm-hmm. you know, pop music? Madonna and all this, you know, uh, Motley Crue and Poison yeah, and all this shit. There's something new. When Guns and Roses, Mud Honey, mm-hmm. you know, the Pixies, there's these oh, bands yeah. out there." That are playing this new and exciting music, but no one's playing them. Maybe one other station in the country was playing this kind of music, yeah. but not on full rotation. It had
2: to be on C- in Seattle. <laughs>
1: of course. No, it was actually in L.A., I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm sure that there was an L.A. station that was keeping a you know, college station or yes. something, like a low-watt station. So 99X flipped format, uh-huh. and they started playing basically listener requests for alternative, what was not known then as alternative music, but for music that wasn't pop necessarily, right? Yeah. Their favorite bands that they were hearing out on the streets, mm-hmm. you know, picking up CDs and these new bands that they were going to see and what it became was this alternative format where they would oh, play it. Soundgarden and Nirvana and Pearl Jam mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, all of them. So yeah,
2: Black Hole Sun. Bla-
1: all uh, of it. Like, yeah, you know, Bad Motor it. Finger, yeah. the first Soundgarden album. I just wore that Temple shit Temple of the out. Dog. Temple of the Dog, Eddie Vedder's <laughs> Yes. You know, first uh, Mother Love Bone, which yes. was the which was what Pearl Jam was before Eddie joined with Andrew Wood. I think it was his name died of a heroin overdose. Anyway, you get it if you've you know, I know that some of our our listeners are much younger than we are, mm-hmm. but you have to be kind of, you know, dense not to know a little bit about the 90s.
2: Sure. And the grunge.
1: It lasted very shortly. It was like 1992 to 1996. Mm-hmm. It was a four year period when these guys took over the world. Yes. And Eddie Vedder
2: was at the forefront. was at
1: the forefront. He kind of became the poster child because he was good looking. The music was accessible. Nirvana was a little bit more dirtier and grungier. So even though Mm. Kurt Cobain was certainly uh, the voice of a generation. Also,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Pearl Jam sold millions and millions and millions of records. Oh, yeah. They were – and Eddie Vedder was anything but boring. But Eddie Vedder in a recent interview (laughs) said that, you know – it was time to change because all these, you know, bands were dressing up like women, you know, prancing their hair around and putting a bunch yes. of makeup on. Not there's anything wrong with that. It was no. the style of the time. Yeah, it was. But it was getting old, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Listen, you know, uh, what was? The, Let what was me his just wear my flannel shirt
2: yeah. and be comfortable."
1: That's right. Uh, he said that. He said that Molly Crew was vacuous and despised. <laughs> I'd end up being at shows that I wouldn't have chosen to go to. Bands that monopolized the late 80s MTV. The metal bands. And I'm trying to be nice here that I despise. (laughs) Girls, girls, girls and Motley Crue. Fuck you. I hated it. I hated how they made those fellas look. He's trying to be nice. (laughs) I hated how it made women look. It was so vacuous. I hated it. Very
2: misogynistic, for sure. Oh,
1: for sure. Look at any Motley Crue video from the 80s. And it's just tits and ass all over the place. And... And yeah. Nikki
2: Sixx's autobiography was just disgusting. Of some it, of the the tales it was, with the women. So yeah.
1: yeah, the '80s hair bands were you know Motley Crue, Poison, all of them. I can't go through the list, mm-hmm. but all of them were just super machismo. Mm-hmm. They dressed up like women, but they apparently hated women at the same time yeah. because they just
2: uh, they, they thought less of them. Yeah, they
1: objectified them any mm-hmm. opportunity they got. That's what that's really what MTV was all about for a few mm-hmm. years there. And listen, you know, that was what was selling. Yep. So they were getting rewarded for it. So it just kept on going. And, you know, to be fair to what whoever these yahoos were back then. <laughs> but then Guns N' Roses came out. Yep. And Guns N' Roses changed the scene. They now, did. I'm not saying that Guns N' Roses wasn't also, you know, not – Objectifying women because of yeah. course they were, but their music was different. Yeah, it was. It was hard, it was edgy, it was real, Loved it was raw. Guns I mean, and Roses. Yeah, that first album, Appetite for Destruction, yeah. was like, holy shit, yeah, this is fucking good. And I also hated hair metal at the time. I mm-hmm. didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Poison of Mo- I listened to it because mm-hmm. that's what was right. there. And I sure. was also a young guy, you know, it's 11, yeah. 12, 13, and impressionable. When Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction came out, I begged my parents to get that tape. I got that tape. And I wore it out yes. within a year. It started warping because I just listened to it over and over again. <laughs> it's this, so good. Yeah. And it was so like – and I knew, like Mr. Brownstone, I knew they were talking about heroin. Yeah. Even at 12 years old, yeah. I knew they were talking about heroin. And I loved the fact in my head I was like, this is so fucking – I'm so fucking right. cool. Right, real.
2: Listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he anyway, won't leave me alone. He won't leave me, whoa, me alone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no,
0: no. He won't leave me alone. Suck <laughs> it in the middle, and I suck it in the middle, and it get
1: me out of my mind. I used to know better than I never knew better than I. You leave it all. bye <laughs> What a great album. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's for you, Rachel. Yes. Straight in your face. Little Axel Rose. <laughs> So Eddie says, "I hated it." Just he's basically saying the yeah. sentiment of everybody at the right. time, right? And then Nikki Six says, Nikki Six replies, "Made me laugh today. How reading how much the singer of Pearl Jam hated Motley Crue." The
2: singer of Pearl the Jam, like he doesn't know his name. He basically
1: took your fucking yeah. job. There's a reason yeah. why you guys stopped touring <laughs> right. in 1992. It's because no one wanted to hear you. They wanted to hear Eddie, right? Yes. You, and that's what happens. Old music, new music comes in, old music exactly. fades out.
2: No, it's and, a fresh. Batch yeah, that and comes that, in.
1: And listen, you're back touring with Motley Crue, so you know yeah. you guys look like a bunch of skeletons up there, but hey, what's especially that vases? What's his name? He looks like a fucking. I think he might have actually passed away. Am I talking oh, about a no. dead person? Oh, no. I'm talking about a dead person. He looked like a dead person even when he wasn't dead. Um, so he says, now considering. Uh, I hated how the Pearl Jam, you know, Pearl, uh, Pearl Jam singer said, considering they're one of the most boring bands in history, I guess it's kind of a compliment that he hates us. So, hashtag stadium tour. Hashtag rock and roll. <laughs> now, <laughs> you douche. You douche. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. yeah. Cool story about you mainlining vodka. Right. What a, oh, what a shining <laughs> example to Oh, my, his of the book, world.
2: The Heroin Diaries, is awful. It's awful. I, I, I read it because – I was curious on like autobiography, rock autobiographies, but I was not, I felt gross by the time I had done, been done reading it.
1: Yeah. Listen, Yeah, uh, I hardly it think Eddie bad. Vedder in I mean, 1992. And he was saying on my threads,
2: he would go into his closet and just like go mad. Yeah. And I mean, he was doing so much heroin and just drugs, coke, whatever.
1: Because that's the, that was the embellished lifestyle that yeah. they lived. And then Eddie Vedder... Kirk Cobain and so many others. I'm talking about the ones that we that, that our audience everybody would know, right? Yeah. But there are so many others that were sure. kind of the anti Motley Croup slash poison slash stick, whatever and the reason why they were is because they said it's enough it's bullshit it's unreal it's yeah. not it's not true now that's not to say that Eddie Vedder didn't put some you know effects on his vocals too he did but then years later released it without the vocals eddie vedder is far from a boring lead no, singer far
2: yeah. far from it i agree
1: oh my god this drives me and crazy and he's still
2: relevant
1: very relevant <laughs> i mean
2: they're my hanging on very
1: relevant to me they're
2: they're hanging on you know to the past yeah, He's doing, like Eddie's doing new stuff.
1: Eddie's doing; they're all doing new stuff. Yeah. He's on his own tour. He's and in- mm-hmm. listen, Eddie. They too will have their moment mm-hmm. when it just looks like they're propping them up there to, yeah. <laughs> you know, to make a couple bucks. It happens to everybody. But, the, you know, listen, the Rolling Stones are still touring. Absolutely. They're still considered super cool. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, they're amazing. And they're still making new, still new making records, new too. Uh-huh. I haven't heard a new Motley Crew record. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they put one out, but I haven't heard about <laughs> right. it. Right. I hardly think this is even an argument. Eddie Vedder is not one of the most boring lead singers that that ever was and Nikki Sixx is kind it was kind of washed up at that time now mm-hmm. you know I know that there's lots of people that probably like Mötley Crüe and go and watch them and will argue with me to the nth degree about Mötley Crüe and their relevance in rock and roll history here's what I got to say Pearl Jam, the combined members of Pearl Jam are worth half a billion dollars, oh, wow. half a billion dollars, with Eddie being like 150 and the rest yeah. of the band being 70 or 80 apiece. That's amazing. Nikki Six and the members of Motley Crue are worth a little less than 200 <laughs> million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You say, how many albums have the two sold? Well, they don't sell albums anymore. That's not how it works, right? You sell songs. Mm -hmm. But uh, Pearl Jam has sold 150 million copies of some version of their music, with Motley Crue selling a little less than 100 million, like 98 million. Yeah. So... Who's boring now, you fuck twad? <laughs> yeah. This makes me mad. Uh, I didn't have any bone to pick with you, Nikki. And now I do. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, Dr. Phil had a late, you had, there was a lady was that was married that. to you on Dr. Phil?
2: Yeah. You. We did a show about that. <laughs>
1: Some lady thought she was married to Nikki Six, mm-hmm. and you went on Dr. Phil to let her know that you weren't married together. Anybody who shows up on yeah. Dr. Phil is not cool. Right. <laughs> not cool. Rock and roll stars. Don't go on Dr. Phil.
2: Hashtag. Yeah. Not cool. And
1: when Dr. Phil, I think in the clip he was like, a good
2: friend of mine, Nikki
3: Six
1: from Motley Crew. We like to get together and blow cocaine. He out. about that. He
2: does a show about that anyways, Dr. Phil. Like... Dr.
1: Phil, please. Dr. Listen.
2: Don't get us on that. Don't get
1: us on that. We shouldn't talk about Dr. Phil. He's on our network, so just leave it alone. Okay. But Dr. Phil uh, is hardly the bellwether of cool. Exactly. Right? I'm right. sure that there yeah. are many 50 year old <laughs> soccer moms who are into him and fine. Cool. Whatever is he, whatever you're into. Maury Povich is still on too. Mm-hmm. But Nikki Six, Dr. Phil had him in his cell phone. He had Nikki Six in his cell phone. <laughs> Tell me it was fucking boring. Now you have Dr. Phil on speed dial, dude. I guarantee you, Eddie better does not have Dr. Phil no. on speed dial. <laughs> Not to mention, I met Eddie once, and he's just the very, very coolest guy that you could. I mean, in my 13 second interaction with him, he was just the very coolest guy that you could ever have met. And I'm, you know, I think I just felt personally butthurt by this. So I thought that I would. uh
2: that's yeah. what this podcast is here air your grievances <laughs> ah, <I'm not> cat. <laughs> don't agree <laughs> a, i don't agree why don't, don't you agree. agree i just don't i
1: just don't <laughs> i'm not sure why we'll get to that yeah. <laughs> uh okay we got to talk about this because we made a whole video about it and now we got to go back and talk about it uh, again i know
2: i know well, more has come out
1: i don't even know what to say about this anymore more I mean, has come out yeah. now
2: like it originally it, it was that oh it was the anti vax yeah, person a, and so yeah. there was a little question and, you know like okay well, free speech and maybe you should have more people on but now
1: yeah let's preface it's this because uh, if you're not watching then what we're talking about is Joe Rogan yes. and now Howard Stern is involved in this I am a Howard Stern listener I haven't
2: heard the Howard Stern part
1: um yeah okay so here it is ready Joe, so we put out a video and mm-hmm. I and our sentiment was is that if you go canceling Joe Rogan was had some doctors on that gave what many mainstream scientists or the majority of scientists and doctors believe is COVID misinformation. Right, false. And these are two controversial doctors because many people believe that they are giving away false information. We're not here to argue the validity of that. Mm-hmm. What I said was that there's discourse going on joe yep. rogan is an entertainer you shouldn't get your medical advice from joe fucking rogan you should get it from us you should get it from us cuz we yeah. uh <laughs> stayed in, last night at the holiday inn <laughs> And uh, it basically, like, don't, don't, go to the, don't go to a podcaster for COVID information, right? Mm. And he had these two controversial doctors on specifically about this first controversy. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people, Neil Young included, said, we're pulling our music unless you pull Joe Rogan because we don't want to be in, in, associated with these anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. I don't see Neil Young pulling his shit from iHeart, who still carries Rush Limbaugh Glenn Beck. Uh, or I don't think carries Rush, Glenn Beck, but he carries. Rush Limbaugh you know, died. He did, but they still have oh, okay. his old. They still have his old shows up there. Um, reruns of Rush. Reruns of Rush. <laughs> <laughs> you must be in a bad place. <laughs> if you're listening, to reruns of Rush. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? I'm just over here listening to reruns of Rush. <laughs> This is a great episode from
2: 1986. They never play this one. It's yeah. a bust out of the archives. That's
1: right. It's like a grateful dead concert. I know. Hey man, you got a June 4th 1986, I'll trade you for a Bill Clinton 1994. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, uh, so anyway, so listen. I think
2: they took a stance. <laughs> they took a stance,
1: and they have the right to. They, they have the right to do yeah, so. And I like being young as a musician. There's a
2: lot of canceling going on right now, though. A lot of canceling. Yeah. <laughs> it's Like
1: you can't keep up with it. Yeah. And our argument was: is the cancellation culture is circular. It's coming back to you, right? Yeah. Be careful that you do that. One opinion, one loud opinion, doesn't become the voice for every other opinion. The truth is, let the discourse happen, and then you should make up your mind. Based on Research the facts Yeah research the facts Make up your Make up your mind Based on facts Not Mm. on something you heard On a fucking Entertainment podcast But don't cancel Joe Not because I like Joe Any more than I like The next guy But Yeah I never even
2: Listened to Joe But I don't listen
1: to him Much either And I don't And I haven't listened To this These episodes With the doctors On them Uh, but, but the Spotify CEO comes out and says the same thing that we're saying. And and by the way, Howard Stern, who we're going to talk about here in a minute, defended Joe Rogan also in the sense that he said the same thing I did. Don't cancel Joe. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's getting out of control. Like you, anything you ever say that someone doesn't like, then you have to issue an apology and go away. Mm-hmm. So Chrissy and I put a video together. We said the same thing. Basically, we're uh, following the sentiment of a lot of people, liberals and Republicans, included vaxxers and anti-vaxxers included. Don't cancel Joe. Now. Yeah. Okay. Well, now All there's, right. been, some now there's developments. been some new development. Now there's been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, new development. If we're just talking about the vaccination shit. Right. Wow. Well, Ick, that's yeah, one thing. that's one thing. But but when no. someone, India R.E. got a hold of a video, that video, they basically, someone put a compilation together mm-hmm. of about... I don't know. Fifty times Joe Rogan used the yeah, N word, and yeah. he used it, and it, and a number of other things. I'm not going to get into it. We, it's not here for the show. But yeah, that's uh, that's
2: I not have, right.
1: I have known since I was five years old. Yeah,
2: don't say it.
1: Don't say that fucking no. word. Don't ever say that word. No. It's not mine to use. It's never was pleasant. My yeah. mom, when I was growing up in Chicago, I remember like an episode of Oprah where yeah. they were talking oh. about race. Okay, yeah. And in this episode of Race, my mom was crying and cuz Oprah was always, you know, my mom was always watching Oprah right. and my mom was crying and I remember a conversation, I don't remember exactly what it was said, obviously I was 5 or 6 years old. But she said you never judge anybody by the color of their skin, mm-hmm. who they choose to love or who they choose to worship. Ever. That's don't true. ever do it. Yeah. And that was beaten into my head. Ever since I was a me small too, kid. and I
2: grew up in the South, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, I well, was never that was never a okay word. Never, to use. and
1: I don't think I've ever used it casually or. Mm-mm. I mean, listen. Uh, anyway, uh, I have. I would never choose to use that word under any circumstances. Correct, Joe. On older episodes, up until up 2017, he really had yeah. like he put. They kind of strung them together. Now Joe says it was out of context. There's a whole video you can go watch about Joe apologizing, and it's not to say that Joe's idea of whether or not the N word is okay to say may not have evolved. Yeah. It's just a tough thing to yeah, hear. It's really no, tough to hear. No. So then uh, Howard then. Well, that,
2: that that's not the only thing. I saw another thing with Joe. What do you say? He uh, had some comedian on that I guess used to. What's the Joey Diaz? Yes. 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 Talking about how he used to make a girl give him head. Yep,
1: First stage for time. stage time. Yeah.
2: And Joe is thinks that's the most hilarious thing ever. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's not good, Joe. So that's well, good Joey either. Diaz. Oh, whatever. I'm not even gonna get into it. I don't want to start an argument yeah. with Joey Diaz. Don't know him. Don't care. OK. Um, Howard so, Stern, Stern gets roped into all of this because now Republicans are saying, well, if it's OK to cancel Joe, then we should cancel Howard because Howard
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I> mean, <laughs> Howard never uh, they haven't they haven't it's not about the n-word yeah. he did an incredibly incredibly insensitive and racist bit on his New York show his he, had, he used to have like a New York local television yeah. show where he was dressed in ba- blackface and had like fried chicken in front of him and Aunt Jemima okay. walf- like you know syrup holy mm-hmm. it was so fucking disturbing to be honest with you yeah I had mm-hmm. never seen the clip I watched it, and I was like, holy shit. And then Sherman somebody or other, the guy who was on that show, what is it? um, uh, Moving on up to the Jeffersons. Oh,
2: yeah, the Jeffersons. So
1: Sherman, what was his name? You remember him? Like Sherman something or other? The guy who played Mr. Mr. Jefferson? Jefferson? Yeah. He was in the bit with him, all dressed as Whoopi Goldberg. So okay. Howard's dressed in blackface as somebody. Right. He's dressed, he's pretending to be Whoopi Goldberg and yeah. the whole, And then Robin is a part of it too. Yeah. He's obviously a black lady, right? Yeah. This whole thing is yeah. just a fucking train wreck from beginning to end and now it's come out so now everybody is calling mm. for cancellation of <laughs> both of these
2: Cancel <laughs> everyone! Cancel them all! <laughs> Except for I mean, let's well, not even...
1: Listen, I mean,
2: the this political is like, stuff Yeah, is,
1: I don't want to get into the political edge of it but I just, I wanted to update everybody because we did put this video out and I want You to know that we put that video out before before any of this Mm -hmm. came to light, and because we're neither of us are big Joe Rogan listeners, I had no idea that he felt it was okay to use that word so liberally. Mm -hmm. I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. He apologized. It's not me to. It's not for me to accept the apology, right? It's not me for me to say, "Oh, great, you apologize. Congratulations." Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Hey, listen, people can change. I guess you know attitudes and ideas can change. Yeah. I've listened to Howard Stern for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've never sensed at all that the guy is racist or sexist. He's a big champion of you know. Uh, you know uh, gay rights and activism mm-hmm. and transgender it,
2: yeah it, he seems pretty inclusive yeah of, he seems of, pretty inclusive of everybody yeah and that, that would be hard to be super racist with Robin sitting right there too you would I think mean.
1: that if you didn't care for black people mm-hmm. to work to def- to like be so loyal yeah to Robin would yeah. be a difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. or that the listeners would be able to kind of see right through it or hear right, right through it. it. Like, oh, that's you yeah. Know, why are? Or he would be saying disparaging things to her about her. Now I'm not defending Joe over Howard or Howard over Joe. Don't give a shit. I just wanted the audience mm-hmm. to get an update on where we are in this controversy. And now I think Spotify has a real fucking problem <laughs> on their hands, and yeah, yeah and serious possibly too. Serious and Spotify have a real fucking problem on their hands in mm-hmm. this. We, we have not heard the last of this. I don't think so. Yeah. And because we're podcasters, yeah. we have no FCC on our back. We're not in the radio space. We put this out. People listen. They don't listen. The publishers. Who,
2: what's the saying? Heavy is. Heavy is yeah, the hand. The, well, <laughs> heavy is the hand, but heavy is the crown.
1: You know? Ah, heavy is the crown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being Joe Rogan? And Yeah. Like, I mean,
2: you're number one. You're getting paid.
1: Two point.
2: Tons of money. Two point two
1: billion. Then downloads you gotta, a year.
2: You gotta, all yeah. eyes are on you.
1: All eyes are on you and mm-hmm. you're gonna have to answer for your shit. Yeah, you it's, like be- it's like being vetted for a presidential race. Yeah. yeah, it's all coming out, dude. Yeah. And that's why we're happy with number 12 on yes. the improv comedy <laughs> exactly. charts. Cheers. We'll stay right here. <laughs> 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 yes. Not that I'd be afraid of anything like racist yeah. or sexist coming out. I never <laughs> no. asked for blowjobs no. for airtime. No. However, I'm sure there's something out there that... <laughs> <laughs> like my third grade math quiz or something that I don't <laughs> I, that I don't
2: want out there. Cancel the K T V. Yeah,
1: I'm surprised we haven't been canceled already. <laughs> just, <laughs> let's just be honest there. <laughs> Joe and 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 Howard uh, got some explaining to do here, and I don't know how this is all going to shake out. But I do, th- I I do think that people's minds can change and their attitudes can change. Mm-hmm. I will say that, but it's not for me to accept the apology. It's not my apologies. It's yeah. not, it's, I'm not the one the apologies should be directed at. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. So I think if Joe is trying to apologize to his audience, his audience has already bought into his shit, mm-hmm. right? And if Howard is going to apologize to his audience, they've already bought into his shit. Yeah. It's not them, meaning the audience, who has to be – has to uh, give forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It's the people whom they are – offending right Right. And trust me some of this stuff that was said is extraordinarily difficult to listen to extraordinarily you haven't listened to it Uh -uh. maybe you'd be better off yeah it's that time in the commercial break for a commercial break as you may have realized by now we're publishing three brand new episodes every single week Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we'd love to hear your opinion on that. Please connect with us by email at tcbpodcast.com. And while you're there, you can listen to any of the audio, watch all of the video, and get your free TCB collectible sticker. If you'd like to text message us or send us a voicemail, 661 237 8296. That's 661, the word best, the number two, Y O, yo at the commercial break if you want to follow us on instagram and youtube.com slash the commercial break where you can find content you cannot get anywhere else it's called tcb in the studio and it happens every couple of days and while you're there check out the clips we release every single day of the week Chrissy and I are beyond grateful for all of the support, love, and attention you've given to this show over the last couple of years. If you'd like to support the show additionally, we'd love it if you would rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Our sponsors allow us to keep this content coming free and frequently to you. So please do us a favor and use the specialized URLs and codes they give you for free shit and discounts anytime you're in the market for their products and services. And finally, if you have any show ideas, content you'd like us to review or interesting stories you'd like to share with us on air, please do so by connecting with us at the places I just mentioned. Now, a word from our sponsors. Radio. Like, you and I came from radio, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we're in this radio business. And it really seems like when we were there that there were a few people that were elevated to such status that they could say anything that they cared to say mm-hmm. and they would get away with it no matter what. On air. Yeah, on air. Yes. And no Correct. one ever had to answer for that stuff. No one ever, ever had to answer for the incredibly insensitive things that they were saying. Like, it, yeah. it was just a stream of consciousness bullshit coming out of a few really powerful radio... And it was radiations.
2: shock. Should, and yeah. it was meant to be shocking in some for, on some formats.
1: You have to be yeah. entertaining and mm-hmm. you have to get the listeners... To pay attention. And how do you do that? You kick them in the nuts every mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, right? The problem is, is that then some of those listeners take that to heart and they believe what they're listening to, right? Yeah. They believe that the people – it's kind of like um, some of these news TV personalities. Not the actual news people, but the TV personalities mm-hmm. who are on the news stations. Yeah, People believe that they believe everything that they're saying when the truth is they don't believe everything that they're saying. They're just looking for ratings. Mm-hmm. They see what what is – Which way the wind's
2: blowing, yeah.
1: If you're making money, it doesn't matter what you say. You're going to be – there's going to be apologists for you everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that is why radio and then everybody else in radio – you can be expendable if you're not making money or you don't have the ratings you think. that Think about how many people we worked with mm-hmm. at that station, at the cluster of stations that came in and out of those doors, Tons. personalities, radio Tons. personalities.
2: Oh, yeah. They it was were always thrown strange. away like trash.
1: They would yep. hand out million-dollar checks like it was going out of style. Mm-hmm. Remember when there was one guy? Yeah, that... oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into it. I won't get into yeah. names. But there was one guy yeah. at our cluster, and it was as if— fucking Queen Mary uh, had oh, showed yeah. up at car front door. <laughs> he was like the red carpet. Oh, it was like the...
2: crazy. And I remember thinking when I heard that we had him, I was like, who, who the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> but, you know, he had had like one viral video or yeah, song or something like on, that. he was on
2: like The Biggest Loser or something too. He was in one of those like uh, weight loss shows. Yeah, he was and in one of those so weight loss he, shows. Yeah, He was a TV star he was, coming yeah. to the radio. And
1: he was on, and he came to one of our stations that was really <laughs> trying to make it Mine. in the market yeah, yours. <laughs> that i
2: was trying That's to right. sell advertising for
1: so this guy so for weeks there's like a some, oh the like a no, no,
2: no, no. hank
1: williams Jr. Yeah. is going gonna be on the radio station <laughs> yeah. taylor swift's gonna be doing a radio show it's like you know everybody <laughs> yeah. was guessing and you know we all thought that this was going to be like the biggest star that had ever so, come yeah. was coming to the atlanta cluster and he was going to be <laughs> broadcast across the world and right from this little uh, radio station we had upstairs in the corner and when they made the announcement the day of the Christmas party <laughs> uh, and this guy showed up to the Christmas party we are like who the happened? fuck is that yeah and people were like grabbing wow. his ball thinking he was like because he had been on The Biggest Loser uh, now for a lot of people I'm sure that you know they've never been that close to celebrity, <laughs> including this guy
2: right. <laughs> yeah We'll you celebrity lightly, I mean, yeah.
1: This guy came, and hey, let me tell you something, audience, let me tell you something, TCB listeners. He lasted exactly <laughs> two days, two fucking days. He didn't show up to work for the first he, he three He lasted
2: a little longer than that, and but it was like, like it was two months. Yeah, he yeah. was
1: like running around, grabbing tits, grabbing ass, pulling his penis out. And this guy was, this guy, this guy was a hot train wreck. He'd show up like still drunk from the night before right. doing lines in the bathroom. <laughs> This guy got a million dollar fucking check, a million dollar check, which trust me, was a lot of money just even 10 years ago mm-hmm. was a lot of money. He got a million or something. Che- I mean, it was speculation, but it, I think yeah. I think we confirmed a, it was a million dollars, mm-hmm. right? He got a million fucking dollar check. And this guy was there less than two months <laughs> and he didn't show up for half the days he was supposed to work. And Never. the other half of the days, everybody was pissed <laughs> off at him because he didn't know <laughs> the fuck he was doing or he wasn't sober enough to figure it out. Yeah, He. this is and it was ridiculous. So they kick him out and you know what they pay them whatever another $180,000 yeah, to leave, to leave. Mm-hmm. then there you got the two uh you know morning zoo crew at the other radio station who were literally putting small people in refrigerators that were being used for food Jeez. Oh. they put them in a refrigerator you know how dangerous it is to put somebody in a refrigerator yeah. it's, that's why they can't lock that's why refrigerators cannot lock is because you people can't be were, stuck inside yeah you, people were throwing them out in the 70s and kids were playing in them and would end up dead I mean I don't want to Make fun of it, but yeah, yeah, but these guys were doing it live on air with the refrigerator used by the staff to, you know, keep their smelly. Leftovers. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. Well, they got kicked out after two, three months. They were going to be the answer to all our problems, <laughs> and they got kicked out after two months. And they also uh, got you know hundreds I think and hundreds. Soon of After this
2: out. is when they really just started streamlining things. Yeah, yeah. I think they decided like, that dealing say. with radio, right. dealing with personalities
1: <laughs> like us on a daily basis yeah. was too much trouble. Yeah. Let's put Ryan Seacrest it's on a, every everywhere. Channel. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> at all That's all right. markets, all times of the day. Well, you know, there's. I, I get it. It's a
1: business decision that. That's is sound. But these radio, you know, there were and people like Ryan Seacrest and a couple other people were treated yeah. like kings. They were untouchable. And mm-hmm. Ryan Seacrest has never said a controversial thing in his life. No. But there were plenty of others that were saying all, you know, things akin to what Joe Rogan was saying yeah. and were and just never even got talked about. And and the, the corporations never had to take responsibility. No, it never reached the level of outrage And they just kept on talking and still do to this day, by the way, this is still going on on a lot of these radio stations and streaming stations and podcasts. Joe Rogan is not the worst of the worst. I I don't know much about Joe Rogan, but I can guarantee you I have heard some other podcasts that are 10 times Mm -hmm. as bad as Rogan or what Stern did. And no one is talking about them. But, you Uh, know, you got to make your own choice. (laughs) Yeah, they're not getting paid 100 million (laughs) dollars. And these fucking yahoos on radio—it's unbelievable how shitty everybody except for the top of the top were treated. Yeah. The good news is they got paid on the way out the door. The bad news is they'd end up in Poughkeepsie, fucking <laughs> right. doing the traffic for some, you know, North Pole station. Radio was the worst business. The worst. It was. On television. Was, yeah. On television. Right. <laughs> the second you walk in the door into these trailers, you have a masseuse and a makeup and a makeup trailer, and pop ba ba Everyone hair and makeup. Hair and makeup yep. Everyone is treated like a queen. Or a king, mm-hmm. they're treated like talent, right? Yes. These people are important to the production. We better keep them fucking happy. Right. They got to look good and act good on yes. screen. Don't, no one ruffle their feathers. Right. The guy wants a, the guy wants a fucking thong to put on. Go to fucking Victoria's <laughs> Secret and get him one. Right? That's how yeah. it is in radio. Oh yeah, it's like you got to pay five dollars a day for your own parking. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta pay for your own fucking parking. (laughs) It was just like, it was. Yeah. It was the absolute dregs of the dregs. And I don't know where that started, but it got me thinking. This whole Joe Rogan.
2: Yeah, but no, I was gonna say, well, you know, the radio world was not known for their looks. Let's say no.
1: Well, that's why it's radio for one, <laughs> you and, got you for kinda, radio. and you could kind of, and
2: you could kind of do when it, whatever you wanted when the mic was off, which was a lot. You're playing music half the time. Yeah. I mean, why not dip into that blow from last night? That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the station
2: manager can know The stories cared, no, he I heard now. about before we even got there. I mean, the stories from like the 70s and 80s oh, in radio. Yeah. It was one gigantic party.
1: And listen, I'm sure it was the same way in television. But you're right. <laughs> radio, you're not on, you know, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to play to anybody. You just have to lo- yeah, remember how, how to say. speak. <laughs> And even then, it's likely you're going to get away with something. Why? I mean, I did a radio show from 2 in the morning till 4 in the morning. It was supposed to be six minutes of talk. We talked for 67 fucking minutes talking about everything. And no one, not once, not ever, ever called us and asked us what the fuck we were doing. We got away with murder. I mean, honestly. And, you know, and it, all kind of crazy shit was going on the radio station, even when we were there in the 2000s. Even when
2: we were there. But the crazy
1: yeah. 80s and the crazy 90s, oh, apparently, ooh. it was like, yeah. uh, <laughs> why wouldn't you do a little <laughs> cocaine? You don't have to show up. You know, I think the station manager cares. No, he just wants you to hit the logo and the weather on the nines. That's all the fuck <laughs> they guess. care about. It got me thinking. There's got to be some audio out there of some crazy discharge.: Oh, disc I
2: bet there is. Okay.
1: And so I found some. I found some audio of a couple of people quitting live on the air. Are you ready for <laughs> nice. this?
3: Okay.
1: The first guy I want to introduce you to is probably the this is the most insane radio disc jockey I have ever had an opportunity to read about. <laughs> and I'm going to let you listen to how he got fired live one time. He just kind of melted down. Right. OK. <laughs> this is Coyote Calhoun. Are you ready for this? Coyote Calhoun. Coyote Calhoun. Let me tell you a little bit about him. In, da, 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 da. in 1975, Bantam, who was also known as Coyote Calhoun, was hired by uh, WERC in Birmingham, Alabama, as a late night, as a nighttime top 40 screamer. <laughs> That's what they would call me <laughs> if they had a podcast screamer. It's like, hey, there's more sticks being Floyd on the way. You'd hit the post. They call it hitting the post. You'd hit the post. Nice. Right. Uh When W.E.R.C. nighttime jock Chris Fox, another person, abruptly quit over a contract dispute, contract dispute, (laughs) I want $10 a day in in Birmingham, Alabama, there's a contract dispute? In 1974, the company flipped from AM to FM and christened Coyote J. Calhoun. (laughs) From 1975 to Coyote 1975. Jay. Get that J right? in there. That's right. Coyote J was enormously popular in Birmingham and consistently won the, t- the 12 plus audience because, you know, those 13 year olds <laughs> <laughs> uh, in one of his most controversial acts. Coyote faked his own murder on air, (laughs) a stunt that led to police, paramedics, and firefighters storming the building (laughs) expecting to find a knife-wielding murder. This led to a five-day suspension, (laughs) the first of many that would be handed down to the disc jockey as uh, Calhoun wrestled a live black bear before a packed audience what? at the Boutwell Auditorium in 1976. Jeez. The fight abruptly ended after Coyote <laughs> hit the bear over the head with a folding chair, <laughs> annoying its handlers oh and the bear. God. When asked why he did it, Coyote replied, he started it <laughs> in 1979. <laughs> okay, all right, you ready? You want to yeah. hear a little bit of co- you Now you know you got to hear oh, Coyote. Oh, yeah, okay. Coyote Jay. Um, I think this is 1983. <laughs> Is this 1983? He something lasted ago. that long. 1983. He did. Well, I mean, he was the he, he was getting all those listeners. 12, <laughs> <That's> 12 plus. <laughs> I never remember that being a No, uh, it was usually a 1834, 2250,
2: 2554,
1: yeah. 25, 50, 25, yeah, really 54, yeah. There you go. Here we go. Let's welcome in my trivice. Oh, wait, wrong one. Here we go. Thunder.
2: <laughs>
1: Thunder.
0: <laughs> yeah, brother. It's W.E.R.C. Coyote J. <laughs> of the deep south WZBQ FM, jasper birmingham WZBQ AM, tuscaloosa Z-
1: lasers lasers yeah i wanted i actually want to f- i when i first started doing the commercial break <laughs> i wanted it to sound kind of like a uhf type situation of yes. the movie with uh weird al yankovic <laughs> yes. so i wanted to find some what they call uh, you know um some effects that sounded like this. some, sure. some uh, station branding that sounded like this, <laughs> and I put it in here, and it just sounded so cheesy. I just remember how much I hated this shit. Beep, beep, beep. One
0: hundred and two FM. Anything else is just a radio
1: station.
3: Boom, 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 boom! boom.
1: Here we come, WERC. <laughs> Not just a radio station. <laughs> We're a shitty radio
3: station.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's very nice of you to say something. I thank you very much.
1: You have to cut, excuse me, because someone cut this, someone else cut this up, and so it kind of flips back and forth, and I don't own any of the rights (laughs) to this music, so please excuse me.
0: (laughs) What is Alan at the movie? B102. It's my
3: show. I'll do whatever the hell I want.
0: Peace of mind. I give you a piece of my mind right now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think we play enough Boston. I don't think
1: we play enough Pink Floyd. We don't play enough Jethro tall. We don't even play any Mountain. Who? Mountain. Shut up. Oh, man. You're going to war over Mountain? <laughs> Come on, man. We don't play any Pink Floyd. We don't play any Jet. You lost me at Jethro tall, bro. <laughs> Of course, you play Jethro Tull. Everybody plays Jethro Tull. <laughs> Jethro Tull. Yeah. He's all, he
2: does sound oh, like <laughs> he's Oh, cocaine. He's very fast sure. talking.
1: Wait until he calls the station manager. That's when it gets good. Oh, okay. good. So, because I love me, a
0: little bit more so because I love me,
1: and it is my
0: show, I can do what I want, let me continue and play. Oh, poor there's a long version, of long it's been a long time. but a long time since good music was heard on this radio station. We're going to remedy that tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Tonight's the night when all your Jethro Tull <laughs> dreams come true. We're going to remedy that. I'm playing the long version of Boston. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I
0: feel so good. Oh, oh! I want to take myself into a hotel room. I feel so good about myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My crystal meth is cut with Drano
2: <laughs> I want to check myself
1: into it. I love myself so much I want to check myself into a hotel room.
2: <laughs> These guys
1: they all think they're funny. They're all... I mean, God bless them. They have to figure out, you know, yeah. a way to talk in between 20 seconds of songs. It's not easy. So that's why he's putting on a 15-minute intro so he are gonna have conversation with himself. <laughs>
0: Z102 FM, you know! Tonight I decided to do whatever I want. Why? Because it's my show. I am the king of the city, and sometimes you get followers. Just so damn darn. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. You know I am a butthead. I won the butthead award last night. Everybody voted and said it was 93 to 12. They want a coyote to be a
1: butthead. I I don't even understand what this guy is talking about. I know. Second of all, he doesn't have a great radio (laughs) voice. I'm the king of the
0: city. I'm the king of the city.
1: I'm the king of Birmingham. I'm a butthead. Population: twelve thousand. I'm a butthead. I was the king of the butthead. By the way, <laughs> let me show you a picture of Coyote in his current state. Oh, oh,
2: that's exactly how I pictured him.
1: Yeah, that looks like every radio Whole disc jockey is still too. doing. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> Go to youtube.com yeah. slash the commercial break. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah. a woman's wig <laughs> that he's does. cut into <laughs> being a man. <laughs> that is just awful. Yep. Oh, my God. Here yep. we go.
0: Thank you for your support. And I can guarantee you my pledge to you is continued headedness through the entire year in 1988. I won't let you down. I'll be the biggest butthead you've ever seen. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I can do it. Why? Because I've had a lot of practice being a butthead. I appreciate your support. Your- oh, my
1: God. This is just so Whoa. bad. Radio is just. So Mad. bad. I've had continued practice being a butthead. I'm going to say butthead, butthead, butthead three times in a row. head Little did he know he would actually look, he would actually have L- a butthead yes, in his has old age. He a
2: butt cut.
1: And look at that nose job. <laughs> look at that nose job. Looks like yeah, a penis, it's very doesn't pointy. it? It looks like a penis. It it's got two like balls. <laughs> it does. It looks like a dick. <laughs> look at me. Just uh-huh. He's take got your his hand veneers. and put it over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coyote, Coyote Calhoun. I wonder where he's at today. Yeah, yeah. He's probably still on air somewhere. <laughs> That's what most radio guys look like these days. <laughs> Votes of confidence. What
0: we're talking about right now is this station's format, which is bugging me. You know what I'm supposed to play uh, next hour? Oh, Madonna, open your heart. Police every breath you take. We haven't heard that song enough, have we? Police every... <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
0: a top 40
1: screamer. <laughs> It's me, but King of Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> King of the 12 plus market. <laughs> hey kids, how about some more Jethro Tall? That's because that's what all the kids are into in 1988. Yeah. Jethro Tull. Mm-hmm.
0: Breath you take. How many times do you think we've played that song in the past four years? Probably 5,000 times. My point is, my point is how many times have we played Pink Floyd off their brand new CD? Zero. None. Well, you know, I have played two or three cuts off the Pink Floyd CD in the past three months. You know how I did it? I sneaked the CD in here and I played it without authority and without permission. why because I knew you wanted to hear it. the CD has sold
1: four million copies. We played nothing off it. that's a good business okay so he sneaked yeah he sneaked. He also <laughs> sneaked sneaked a new word in the English language. <laughs> here's where I think uh, listen I get it there is a this is probably pretty popular in the 80s in the 90s that radio disc jockeys feel like they have to change the culture of their city right. by playing what they think is the best music mm-hmm. no more madonna we're playing jethro <laughs> no tall yeah no more police we're gonna play i'm gonna play my music mm-hmm. it's like they have some mission to make sure that you hear the music they want you to hear yeah. it's not like jethro tall or pink <laughs> floyd was any less popular than madonna you know what i'm saying right. it's like these people, these are all well-known bands. You're not fighting for Guns N' Roses <laughs> or Mudhoney. You're fighting for <laughs> Jethro Tull. I mean, come on, guys. But I think it, you could tell he's coming unwound. He's like, yeah, he's he so I've, sick. I've sneaked of, it. Yeah, he sneaked it.
2: I've sneaked, <laughs> he it, sneaked in.
1: it in. Yeah. I've sneaked <laughs> it in. This decision, isn't it? Oh, I can tell these people are smart. We
0: hire a consultant to tell us, hey, don't play that. It's sold for me and copies. Someone might like it. Keep it off the station. Pay Floyd's my favorite band. We're going to remedy the fact we don't play any Pink Floyd right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's zero to a hobby behind me. Uh, stand behind me because we have to change this autocratic way and this completely fascist way this radio station is run. I can see a huge crowd going of. going
1: fascist. 12 to 18 year olds outside the station <laughs> <laughs> going,
2: Calhoun J. Jay- Calhoun
1: J. Yeah. <laughs>
2: What was his last name? Coyote?
1: Coyote. Uh, Coyote J. Calhoun. That's what (laughs) his name is.
2: Coyote J.
1: Coyote J.
2: Change the music forever.
3: (laughs) We got you. You're our only hope.
1: (laughs) You left your wig in the car. (laughs) He's so, yeah. he's just so convinced he's the savior of the world. He is. He's got a, I think that's a problem when you start talking into a microphone for a long time by yourself. Kind of like some of the guys and girls that we worked with at Clear Channel. It's like when you have a one man band going on for a really long time and you don't hear any feedback. Right. You start believing your own bullshit. Yeah, you're Uh,
2: talking to yourself. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I sneaked it in.
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm sneaking <laughs> nuclear secrets into the W.E.R.C. Birmingham's best rocker. I'm sure you
0: agree. You're tired of hearing the same old garbage. <laughs> day in and down. Let's play some
2: that the Muppets
1: band? it's like... This is the... So there is this... We came to... We came to... We love Calhoun Jay. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a um, website called Air Checks with two X's, right? Air Checks. And what they do is they, for years, for decades, they have been saving old Air Checks, like hours and hours of live broadcasting from stations around the country, sometimes around the world. If you go back to the 80s, there is this period there where everyone is trying to be Howard Stern or the Morning Zoo okay, crew right. and what they do is they just play a lot of obnoxious sound sounds. effects in the background like yeah. we do um, <laughs> they play a lot of obnoxious sounds in the background but no one seems to know how to mix the sounds <laughs> in so you can't even hear a fucking word this guy is saying because it's so goddamn damn loud
3: <laughs> Z102 Z102 <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I think my medication's finally won off. Ah, what we're going to do tonight, as I was saying, is have a real or and dedication show. Not one of these hokey ones where I just put people on the air to request dumb songs. Whatever you want to hear, give me a call, 1 239 5888, or there are other numbers, 333 112. Whatever you want to hear, I'm going to.
1: He didn't even say a full phone number. <laughs> it's like, it was not 3 not 333 no, he did not. He I did hear said, that. I want you. To, I want you. To, this is what I. I even went back and listened to this. We're not going to do one of those hokey call-in shows where you just request all the dumb songs. We're going to have a written-in request line. Written-in request line. What do you <laughs> call? Call one eight hundred locally uh, <laughs> What are you talking about, dude? Your your medications walk out. You mean uh, the cocaine?
2: In, right. A written-in request line too. I mean, this was before email. So what? How? Who's writing? Uh, <laughs> like you're writing. I remember letter? writing
1: radio stations. <laughs> okay, because I was so in, I was I was actually entranced by a lot of these guys and girls in Chicago yeah. and here in Atlanta. The good news for me was is that we had stations <laughs> like 99X, right? right, where there wasn't a lot of this yelling and screaming. Yes. Uh, this guy in Birmingham is like he the Coyote is the epitome of a silly disc jockey sure right loud I obnoxious agree. yelling and screaming believes talking his to own himself. bullshit Yeah, believes, <laughs> believes. that's right play
0: for you why because i love you very much and it is my show i'm gonna to try to present a show for you
1: it is my show <laughs> <laughs> i'm coyote j it is my show you don't hear enough pink floyd or <laughs> jess roll or sandra bernhardt <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and by the
1: way in 1988 well i mean uh, okay,
0: okay I'm get yeah. into it. with a little bit of intelligence for now I said to the same old garbage over and over and over oh my hotline is ringing <laughs> uh, here we go well ladies and gentlemen my
1: hotline is ringing here we go the hotline okay. is also known as the red phone and every studio had one even when we worked and uh-huh. i was on the radio there was a a red phone, so to speak. It was a phone that had a light on it, yeah. and so they called it the hotline. Usually because the light was red and it would blink. It wasn't it wouldn't ring, obviously, because you're in a studio. But that meant that someone important was, was calling. calling. Only you. a few people had that phone number, yes. and if it was going off, you better get off air and you better answer. Yeah, I bet this you. will be
0: interesting. Let's uh, let's answer the hotline in the air. Oh, that will be fun. Shh. Don't tell anybody. C-102 FM. Hello. What the hell are you doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now listen
1: to coyote uh, cower i mean he he doesn't back down but listen to how scared you okay. know he really is and by the way this is not a stunt yeah this actually happened because okay. <laughs> i was a little suspicious and so i looked into it from multiple different angles and everyone apparently in involved in the true. story says it's true
2: okay
0: i'm playing i'm playing one of my favorite bands uh, boston i'm playing boston steve a lot of boston is what i'm doing I, why
1: <laughs> why? Do I still have a job? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to collect what? my last paycheck? Why? <laughs> why, dude? come on
2: you know why yeah, you know
1: why you've been railing against the station for yeah. two hours. <laughs> <Say it's> <laughs> <fascist> <laughs> yeah you, you uh, an, an autocratic <laughs> radio station <laughs> you' basically blown up the radio station with Boston <laughs> and Jethro tall. you couldn't even pick cool bands
0: Is this on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Russell, our program director of WCPQ. Yes, Steve, we're on the air. Get me off the air now.
1: <laughs> uh, you, can, you can hear Coyote thinking. Yes, He's he like, is. It's, you can hear those gears like.
2: <laughs> yeah. Beep, boop, pop, boop, 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 Should I do the bump real yeah, quick? I didn't before. think this one through.
1: <laughs> Should I do the weather? <laughs> Let's get a traffic report. <laughs> hey, Steve, hang on. I'm get a traffic report. I'll be right back. Lighten up,
0: Steve. It's just a bit. Just a joke. Get me off the air now.
1: (laughs) He does not think it's Uh -uh.
2: funny.
0: No.
1: I'm not going to get...
2: No. No. (laughs) I'm
1: not going to do that. No. Anybody's (laughs) voice cracks under pressure. You know that they're scared. Yeah. No. (laughs) I'm like, I do that. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me. Don't, yeah.
0: Take you off the air, then you'll give me a bad time. <laughs> Why don't you just tell the people since...
2: <laughs> He's coming down
1: there.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, a- <laughs> I just lost my job again.
1: Third Shut- time this year. <laughs> Now listen, he gets so nervous. Let's just listen to what happens next. Okay. Now you know that this he knows what's going on. Now he knows how much the guy's coming team. down to the, the guy's the coming station. down to the station. Yeah. It's the middle of the night. The guy's coming down yeah. to the station.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's not let that ruin our party. Let's uh, <laughs> let's play some more Boston Z One Hundred Two FM.
1: You're gonna go to Boston, dude? <laughs> Come on, man. What is it?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go 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 oh big yeah, on that. Go if you're big, yeah, if you're right. gonna go out on something, don't <laughs> go out on pasta.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that's like a guy in a rock station being <laughs> like, "Well, I'm bound to get fired. Let's play some pavarotti." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah.
0: FM. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. They love me. They're behind me. We, we can't always play the same thing every night. This station is run by fascist, communist, socialistic programming fatheads. It's an all catch 22. We play a lot of garbage. We're going to try to balance the garbage from now on on my show with some good stuff. We're supposed to play a commercial, too. Let's do that.
2: Oh, uh, well, uh... You have fat head. You yeah. You a fathead. You got a fathead. We're going to do that from now on. No, you're, you're not.
1: not. <laughs> no, Calhoun, you're not. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: enough of that, I don't really feel like playing commercials I'm on a I'm feeling hot, I'm really worked up I'm, I'm a little woozy, I am singing double I think I'm gonna faint because I have to,
1: let's- I think I'm gonna I faint even- because of all that cocaine <laughs> yeah, and vodka <laughs> My wife just called me, she's leaving uh,
2: Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> The kids are all packed up and ready to go
2: I gotta get out of here quick
1: <laughs> I gotta get out of here quick So I'm gonna play another Boston song <laughs> You might not hear from me for a while I'll be in Mexico. (laughs) When you stop playing the commercials, now you're really fucked. Yeah, yeah, because now you're losing money. money. Yeah, that's right.
0: Well what you we really should do, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue is call Steve Russell back because I really don't want him to be angry at me. He is after all the program director and he did sound a little miffed and a little peeved. Sometimes I yes, take these things did. so seriously. So I'm breaking the format for one hour. Big deal. In- <laughs> He's trying to convince himself. <laughs> no, no.
1: Big deal. <laughs> so I told you to go fuck yourself.
2: Yeah, Steve. No, Good no, job, Steve. No, yeah, no. I told you
1: to go fuck yourself and had sex with your oldest daughter. <laughs> Big deal. Oh. I bet this guy was a real joyride to talk to off air. Hey, it's me, yeah. Calhoun. Why can't we play more Boston? <laughs> he's probably four foot seven. He's running around. Uh. We need more Boston. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's like an alternative station in the in the early two thousands. Going, we need more REM. <laughs> the ratings right now, so he's hyper. Let me call
0: him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. Well, Just call Steve and make sure that, it's, that he's not angry.
2: I'm also wait, wait. on a
1: cocaine.
2: <laughs> Let me call Steve and make sure he's <laughs> not angry. <laughs> I should
1: have paced myself with the eight ball. That way I'd have a little left. <laughs> I'm coming down hard, guys.
0: Hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Janice. Janice, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely wife of Mr. Steve Russell, Janice. Uh, Hello, Janice, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine, thank you, you're fired yeah, yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> Steve's got his gun He's on the way down He's now. bringing the owner and the station manager <laughs> You're fired yeah, You're trying. fired Hey, I'm fine, how are you? You're fired <laughs> You're still
0: having a sexual
1: problem <laughs>
2: Now
1: what? <laughs> what? What? You still having a sexual problem, dude? You are.
2: You're digging the yeah, hole. Yeah, you're digging the whole deep. You
1: can't really expect to hold your job after this, really.
2: You... He, he's, he's, he has her if he was if he, he, was, just, a, if he she, was still having that sexual, sexual problem.
1: problem. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was nice to know you, Coyote.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
0: let me speak to Steve, please.
1: He's not here. He's not here. No. He's on his That's way. It's right. <laughs> nine millimeter. And our German Shepherd, Betty, <laughs> he's on his way with the keys to beef face. <laughs> yeah. You better lock the studio door. Where is he? He's
3: on his way to the station.
1: <laughs> he's coming here. Is he? Wait, he's coming he? here. Where did you think he was going? <laughs> After you told him to go fuck himself and lock up the phone. <laughs>
2: Oh my god.
1: Now he's on his way to the library.
2: Uh, yeah. Pick up the new the newest James
1: Crichton novel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, well I will talk to him when he gets here then, okay? Okay. Okay, uh nice talking to you with you. Bye, Janice.
3: Bye, Janice. <laughs> Bye, Janice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you from jail. <laughs> 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 He can't think of anything to say. No. He, he's, he knows. C-102. C-102.
2: <laughs> Let me play that. Let yeah. me play the stage 90. Let me play the bumper. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's so scared. You can hear it.
0: Okay. I oh, we want to play. Let's play some mountain. He should enjoy this driving game. I think she will enjoy some mountain. You know, we don't play this either. Here's some mountain, Steve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Coyote that was another favorite thing at the radio stations in the 80s was to take popular songs and put the station liners on top of <laughs> That's them. That's true. Yeah. Coyote J. Calhoun <laughs> coming after <laugh> you. <laughs> so stupid.
3: That true, that is true. Yep. I remember that. But don't worry, radio's not dead,
1: guys. I can, I can, I can hear the meet the projections meeting right now. Next tomorrow morning, <laughs> <laughs> radio stations all across the country. They say radio's dead, but we're only down thirty three percent week over week. <laughs> We still get 99.9% of people all around the world to listen to us at least once a week. That's because your fucking car turns it on every time
2: you turn it on. Or you hear it in the dentist's office. Yeah, I hear it.
1: That's right. Yeah, uh, The Calhoun is in trouble here, and he
2: Coyote knows it. Coyote. Yeah,
1: Coyote. Coyote J. Coyote J.
0: FM, Felix Papalari, Leslie Weston, Mountain. We don't play any Mountain. Can you believe that? As big as that was.
1: Here's the thing, Coyote. You should have yeah. gone and worked for a top forty station <laughs> if you didn't want to play top forty. Right. Dum dum. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or you should have gone into station programming.
1: Yeah, yeah. station programming. Yeah. That's right. You
2: go, <laughs> then you could have programmed what you wanted to yeah. hear.
1: But you're bad at that, and that's yep. why you're on air.
0: A lot of followers and Felix Pavlardi, a fine, upstanding gentleman that I knew personally, and uh, I believe it was shot to death at a topless nightclub.
1: Shows you how, what? 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 Shows you how much you guys knew each other. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure he was. If one of my friends was shot to death at a topless nightclub, I would know it for a fact. Yeah. I'd know the date and time. I know for sure. <laughs> I'd be sure of it.
2: We lost. I'm pretty. We lost yeah. Bill. Yeah. We lost Billy.
1: 239. Um, yeah, that on 239 Tuesday. on a Tuesday. Yeah, at a I'm topless pretty club. Sure he was beheaded <laughs> by an elephant kick <laughs> in downtown Chicago. I think. I, think, I can't remember. Is he How did he club? die? Was that an <laughs> elephant kick or a donkey kick? Can't remember. I mean, listen, I, I haven't gotten to that age where a lot of my friends are dying, but I'm pretty sure if someone yeah. was shot dead in a topless <laughs> nightclub, what was he doing? <laughs> Running out on lap dances? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to (laughs) pay.
0: But we should play some, Mountain, because that... And then he claps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great news. (laughs) Great news. The guy from Mountain's dead. Shot (laughs) shot from the torso (laughs) up. It is not even a good clap. It's like two people clapping.
0: (laughs) Mississippi Queen was a number one record in nineteen seventy. Do we play
1: it? It's nineteen eighty eight. Nineteen eighty eight, Calhoun. Nineteen eighty eight. It's twenty years later. Pearl Jam's Alive is not playing on our temp forty station. It's now on the Golden Oldies station.
0: No, we don't. You know all the records we don't play. You know, by Led Zeppelin. You know what we play by Led Zeppelin? Stairway to Heaven. That's it. That is all we play by Let...
1: That's... <laughs> it. it sounds like he's got a 747 in his voice sometimes, and then it sounds like he's revving a little yeah. scooter. Like a, <laughs> he's got, like, a lawnmower engine on other times. Zeppelin. You know what, we play by R.E.M.?
0: One song, the one I love. They had seven albums out. We play one song, and you know why this happens? It's really not Steve Russell's fault. I know he's driving to the station, probably listening to me. I hope you are. <laughs> it's
2: not I'm your fault, Steve, Steve yeah. like barreling down the road in an F 150
3: <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> with a gun beside him.
3: His robe is like slippers. blowout power. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got leopard skin boxer briefs yes, on. Yes. <laughs> You remember Eddie in a Christmas yes, vacation when he's 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 letting out the I'm shitter. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's how I imagine Steve is. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, Steve Steve's is on hot. the way, yeah. and
2: he is listening.
1: Yes, that's right. And Calhoun's trying to talk him off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. You're impotent. <laughs> I told your wife. It's not your fault.
0: Sorry. listening to what I'm saying right now. They're closely, Steve. Oh. I don't hold you responsible for this. I know you're just a victim. Of this machinery, which we call radio, we're all victimized by this
2: monster. We have a...
1: Like, what are you?
2: <laughs> He's is, ruminating yeah. on the radio. This is a fucking internment <laughs> camp. It's radio.
1: Dude, come on. Get it together.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a consultant in Virginia that we pay big money. I need more money than anybody here at the station makes to send us music lists on what we should play. He tells us what to play and dictates to you what you're going to hear, and he's in Virginia. Here's the music sheet right here. Look what we got. We got Madonna, Prince, Huey Lewis, Styx, oh, oh, boy. How adventurous.
1: <laughs> Dude, You chose to work here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have a problem, take it off air. You yeah. can have a conversation yeah. with Steve <laughs> yeah. off air. You got to do this on air. He hates
2: the consultant. I know. Everybody hates the consultant. Everybody
1: hates the consultant because it's yes. true. The consultant does get paid more than anybody on air. Yes. And he does hand him a sheet of paper and tells him what to play based on research and science.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or based on how much money the record company gave him. One right. Or two. Yeah.
0: How adventurous but Steve is on his way to the station. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the microphone on because when Steve gets here, I want him to state his position. I want him man to man to sit down in the chair mono and tell everybody e. why we listen. Mono uh, e <laughs> man, the microphone. Coyote e <laughs>
1: Man. I want to see Calhoun versus Mono. I want to see what he has to say for himself, though I totally understand it's not his fault. Let's have a... Let's have a... Let's have a heart-to-heart conversation, Steve, about what we can do to play more Boston. I know it's 1988, but do you know how many records Elvis Presley sold in 1956? Millions! <laughs> we should have Love Me Tender on a loop.
0: ...to this Jeffrey's boob. And, and why we we follow these music sheets and have no leeway what to do. i tell you something, I gotta follow this music sheet, but if the ratings come back and, and my ratings, my book is bad, you know who's gonna get fired? No, not Mr. Jeffries. Not Mr. Russell. Mr. Calhoun will be fired.
1: Do you know why? It's because if you're playing all of the same music throughout the day, then it stands to reason that the ratings should be, have some baseline if you're playing yes. all top 40. The, it's not like people are going to go away because they're listening to the music they like. Yeah. It's because they're listening to the DJ they dislike. That's why <laughs> the disc jockey. But I mean it is true. Like disc jockeys do get, you know, they do take the bear, they bear the brunt of bad ratings when it's nine times out of ten. It's probably not their fault. But in this case, I can safely say you're an uh, asshole. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: Coyote's fault. <laughs> look, look at, at him. his hair. Ah, look at him.
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
0: So I should have some input into my show. And you should have some input. You want to hear something? I should be able to play it so when steve gets it we'll leave the mic on and when he gets it we'll ask him well, why are we putting up with this we know what to do we've been a radio 10 to 15 years we don't need management to tell us what to do ladies and gentlemen
1: oh you don't <laughs> <laughs> because this is how you act when management's yeah, not around yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clearly you know how to handle yourself yeah, yeah. he
2: could run that solo Stations all by himself yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: uh-oh
2: oh
0: Shut the mic off. Ladies and gentlemen, the program director of WZBQ and my friend, Steve Russell. Hello. My
1: friend. Friend. (laughs) I'm just telling everybody he's my friend. My dear friend. (laughs) Soon to be godfather of my children. (laughs) The guy I, I listed in my will. You get my car.
0: Shut the mic off. Back off. You're making it worse. Shut the mic off. The mic stays on. Cut the mic off or you're gone. I cannot believe that this is a big damn deal.
1: He's so scared. I cannot believe this is a big damn deal. <laughs> <He's so scared. laughs> I called your wife. I told everyone you were impotent. What's the big fucking deal? Called you a fathead fascist? I called you a fathead fascist, but then I said, I know it's not your fault. Let's have a mono-e fox, coyote, whatever the fuck your name is. Cut the mic off
0: now. mic stays on. I'm sorry. Cut the mic off. If you come close to the mic, I... Back. Back off, Russell! Uh, right. let go of me, you Cut the mic off! Let's go! Cut the mic off! The mic stays on! Mike is on! Get it off now! Mic Your mic is on! I'll kill you! Oh, Shadow! Oh, God! Shadow, are you alright? Uh, Shadow, uh, cut uh, the, the mic off! playing the Supreme? Now! Sh- no, the mic stays on! Cut the mic off now! You can't- Get away me! Oh, Take
1: oh. uh, uh. Back off! <laughs> Oh. And that's <laughs> You're it. You're gone. Cut the mic off. No, you shut up. And
3: Ow.
1: Coyote leaves scene. forever. And scene.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so good. I love oh that. Oh my I god. Mean, yeah. Yeah. L- listen, uh, radio is usually not that exciting, folks. Just a. <laughs> <know>, yeah. <laughs> most dysjacks stay in line. A computer programs everything. They talk in and out. And li- I'm not. Knocking radio DJs. No. I wanted to be one special I, cases. I, yeah, I wanted to be one. I wasn't Yeah. I didn't make the grade. They put me on a two in the morning on a station that reached twelve hundred people. That was it. Poor Coyote. So the police showed up. Uh-huh. They made sure everything was okay. They separated the two. Coyote took his walking papers and he went home. I can't understand.
2: I, I can't believe it's a big damn deal. I can't believe you're down here, Steve. I uh, am. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just talking to your wife about your boner problems. <laughs> <Right. laughs> YouTube.com slash the commercial break. If you want to see Coyote Calhoun, go there, please. Like and subscribe if you get an opportunity. I want to thank everyone for all of their support of the show. If you have a minute, you can do us a huge favor by rating us or reviewing us on your favorite podcast platform. If you do to if you do so, send us a screenshot to ww.peaceup. Uh, I'm going to do that over again. If you send a screenshot of you rating or reviewing on your favorite podcast platform to tcbpodcast.com, click the button that says I want my free sticker. Shoot us that screenshot and we'll send you your free TCB collectible sticker. It's tcbpodcast.com 661 best to yo. That's 661. you can text us or leave us a message there you have content ideas you think you found something funny that you'd like us to discuss you have an interesting story about your you your friends your family let us know and who knows maybe you'll be on a future episode of the commercial break okay listen we are way over we're an hour (laughs) and ten minutes into this episode (laughs) but it was a good one I have like four or five more of these we'll have to do a second episode on this Best to you, Chris. Excuse me. I love you, Chris. I love
2: you, Brian. And
1: I love you out there in the podcast audience. Best to you, Chris. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in our podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, Bye. bye.